Ahoy! Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome aboard the Streamboat for another fun-filled ride. Yes, a voyage trawling the bottom of the stream through time. <laughs> yes, a voyage <laughs> through time this week. How are you, Nick? I'm very good. How are you? Very, very good. Just finished recording with Ross. How was that? Uh, it was very good to have Ross on the wave this week. We love Ross. He is the uh, third member of the crew, as we said. He is indeed. So, shall we do a movie show? Let's do it. This week, we watched a film called Time Trap. Time Trap is from 2017. It is a 12. It runs for one hour and 27 minutes, currently rated at 6.3 on IMDb. Okay. Which is high. It is high. For one of our films. <laughs> uh, it stars Riley McClendon as Taylor. Sure. Um, she's been in lots of TV pretty much consistently since she was a kid. But nothing, she's never had like this starring role that I can, that I picked out of her IMDb anyway. She's just done a lot of different TV stuff. Okay. So nothing worth mentioning. I, I knew none of the people in this. Did you, no, I didn't recognise anybody <laughs> in it, I must admit. Also stars a lady called Cassidy Gifford as Cara. Right. She is Kathy Lee Gifford's daughter. Oh, okay. So there you go. There's a fact for you. I kind of, I've heard that name, but I don't really know who it is. Is she like a daytime TV presenter? Yeah, I think so. Thing she's got a, quite States. a few kids, I think. Okay. Written and it's directed by two guys, sure, and written by one of these guys. One of the two guys. One of the two guys. Okay. So it's directed by Mark Dennis and Ben Foster. Now they seem to work together as a team, directing quite a lot. Right. This is their second full length. Not Ben Foster, the actor. No. Okay. <laughs> this is their second feature film, and they haven't done one since. But all their little mini films and stuff, they've right. all done together. But it's only written by Mark Dennis. Got ya. So he, but why Ben Foster doesn't get a writing credit? Because I'm sure he doesn't just write it and then say, right, this is the film we're going to make. <laughs> they must work together, surely, you would think. A little factoid about this film. Oh, I love a factoid. The caves are the Bronson Caves in LA. That's where this was filmed. Right. Do you know what the Bronson Caves in LA are famous for? Are they anything to do with Charles Bronson? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that. They were the Batcave in the 1960s oh, Batman, brilliant. Batman film. They played the Batcave. Excellent. So yeah, I thought that was quite an interesting little factoid because this this whole film set in a cave. You've impressed me. Thank you. IMDb's trivia has <laughs> impressed you. Do you have a one-word review of Time Trap? Going underground. True. We are. This film's set underground. All of it. Do we need to do a little synopsis of what this is first? We don't usually do that, but... Might help. It might help a little bit, might it? So basically, it's a film about a man who gets lost in some caves... <laughs> He's an archaeologist. He is. He's like an archaeologist, te- professor, type professor, teacher yeah. type guy, like an Indiana Jones kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere near as sexy. No, nowhere near. <laughs> or charismatic. Um, he goes down some caves. He doesn't come back. So some of his students go down to try and find him. Sure. And craziness that's just, that's ensues. Your craziness ensues from there. This film is, I think Ross mentioned it on the wave, it's batshit crazy. It goes places. It really goes places. And you do times. not expect. No, not at all. Where does Time Trap start, Nick? Uh, I've written, a beard man and a dog find some old stuff. <laughs> I've written, dirty windows, <laughs> old man and dog find camper van. <laughs> so this, yeah, this old man, well, no, he's, he's not an old man, is he? He's probably no older than us. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> it's just he's, a man. He's got a scraggly hair and a beard. <laughs> um, he's basically found this camper van and in this camper van there's a notebook. And then he finds a hole in the ground yeah like a cave, he finds like an old slingshot doesn't he yeah in the van as well and he's like oh, oh he's all wistful yeah we don't know why he's wistful no. but he's wistful then he spots something over on a hillside quite in the distance where he, he puts a rope down a hole first yes he does and then he dry, walks over to this hillside he decides he's not gonna go down that yeah. hole and so he, he sees another hole yeah he sees another cave type entrance 
and he heads towards it. And when he gets there, he looks inside, as you would do if you were approaching a cave. Sure. And what does he see inside? It's a rooting tooting cowboy. It's a cowboy, just standing there, motionless. Yeah, with gun drawn. Yeah. And it freaks him out a little bit. He goes a bit closer, doesn't he? Yeah. Does he see, like, the shimmer at this point? I don't think he did at this point. No, okay. I think he just got scared. Because he saw that he spotted the gun on the man's holster. Yeah. And then he legged it. And the guy's just still. Yeah, it's completely, like, motionless. So he, he leaves. He basically legs it. He marks down where he's found this place so he can go back if he yeah. needs to. But uh, he, he makes a telephone call to somebody whilst he's on his way back. Sure. So we need to put a climbing pack together. I'm going out climbing. And then when he gets he gets home, I presume it's his house. Yeah, I think so. But two of his students are there. And they've already put the rucksack together rucksack for him. together, yeah. They're ready for him. But he's like, you can't come. Yeah. I'm going on my own. And he says, I'd, also, I'm not going till the morning. Yeah. So did it need to be that quick? No, probably not. He didn't <laughs> even need to ring it till he got home, did he? But he says, no, I'm going back alone. And the next day he does. Yeah. And he takes this pack that's been put together for and him. And his dog. And his dog. What's the dog called? Boss. Boss. That was a great it's name. a weird for name for your dog, isn't it? Is it? I think so. Boss. Yeah. Who do you call boss? I oh. call my boss, boss. Yeah, usually. Not my... Why I don't it? want to tell you what I call my boss. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want your dog to be your boss? Aren't the do- dogs usually in charge anyway? Maybe. I'm not, I haven't got one. I don't know. <laughs> We've gone off. Anyway, so he goes back on his own with his dog. He, this is the point, sorry, where he drops the line into that first hole. Yeah. So he drops a rope down into that. Presumably it's like an escape plan. Sure, I think so. So just because there's, like, there's a rope there I can get out of if I, need, if I get into trouble. And he heads back to the second hole that he found yep and the cowboy's still standing there yeah he's not moved still completely motionless mm. standing in this cave entrance so the dog refuses to go in dog's like fuck that dog knows animals know when something's wrong yeah they do when they know especially dogs they know when something's not well, we right. never know what comes of this dog no we never see it again i don't think um because I, I was expecting oh we'll see the dog later when the students turn up and you never t- we never see him no, again. you never see the dog no that's a good point does the dog die.com who knows? No, the dog just gets There's written no out. no evidence the, to say that. The dog's written out of the script.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he makes his way into this cage anyway. He approaches this cowboy. But before he gets there, he spots like a, a shimmery wall. Yeah. It's like a... There's clearly something there, but there's nothing there at the sure. same time. And he says it's, all it's shimmery. wet. It's wet. The air is wet. That's yeah. how they describe it. So it's quite ominous. I don't know if I'd have gone in it. No, I mean, yeah. Probably would have turned back. But we find out later that he's been searching for this thing for his entire life, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and he does. He walks through. And that is the point where we leave him for now. Yes. And then the film cuts to two days later, does it not? It does indeed. Um, and we go back. We meet. Uh, we properly meet this time. We meet Jackie and Taylor. Yeah. Who are the two students that we met earlier on. Jackie is female. Taylor is male. Correct. They are two students of Professor... We don't have his name at this point, I don't think. Don't think we do, but uh, it's Hoffman. Hopper, I Hopper. think. But yeah, they've not heard from him for two days. Yeah. So they're going to go and look for him, basically. Yes. But to do that, they need a truck. Yeah, they've got no truck to get up that mountain. And the only person they know who's got a truck is a girl called Kara. Yes. Uh, doesn't it feel like Taylor likes Kara very much? I think she likes him and he is... Not, not feeling the not same so way. Keen, yeah. And Jackie and Kara don't seem to get along either. Yeah. But they need her, so they call her. And she's got a truck. She says, yeah, I'll come. Yeah, she's coming. I can have my truck. And I'll bring, I'll bring my dad's truck. Yeah. There's just one catch. Got to bring my sister. I'm babysitting my little sister. Yeah. Got to bring the little girl. Um, So she does. So, so we meet Kara at that point. She's getting tips from her dad on how to drive the car. He's got the bonnet up, hasn't he? he like also, dads do. Yeah. He also says... He's like, he likes Taylor. Yeah. 
So he's like, he'd make a good boyfriend. Yeah. And get she's with like, Taylor. Dad. Get with Taylor. Taylor's hot. Get yeah. with Taylor. We find out at this point that Hopper is looking for the missing hippies from the 70s. Yeah. That's what they describe it as. And, that, and that's some of the stuff he found at the start. Yes. Because the, there's like a VW camper van, isn't there? Yes. And then for some reason, we have to pick up a young boy as yeah, well. Yeah, I wasn't really sure why we were, he was tagging along <laughs> for the ride. So he's the same age as Kara's sister. Yeah. I think she was called Vive. Vives. Vives. Yeah. I can't be that name. It must have been a nickname. So presumably she's a friend of hers. I think so, yeah. And they were just going to hang out. She says, oh, I've known him since I was we were at like kindergarten. Yeah. Uh, he's called Furby. Furby. Great name. So we've got two young kids, a, a young lad and a young girl. He's a real like nerdy, Proper techie nerd. kid. Isn't Proper he? nerd. We've got two young kids, a young lad and a young girl, two older teen girls and an older teen boy. Yeah. Yeah. And they're in a van and they're heading off to find where Hopper went. Now, it said that Hopper had been looking for these hippies for ages. Yeah. How did they know where he'd gone? Yeah, so I have questions. Yeah, me too. Because if this has been like his life's work, yeah. which is kind of implied. It's very much implied. This camper they, van. He found the camper van pretty easy. It's in quite an open... I presume he knew where to look. Yeah. So he knew... He'd probably been looking around that area for ages and he eventually finds and it. And they just pulled up straight next to him. How did they know where to go? That's know. what I'm confused about. And they found the van, and they didn't. but they didn't find his truck till later. No. That seemed to be parked yeah. a little bit further away. But they were, yeah, they were there straight away. Yeah. Like, oh, we know where we're going. The, I, I one, don't think I missed a bit of, like, I don't think I did, because we, we both did the coordinates. We did. Yeah. Because they didn't, unless he told them where he was going. Off screen. Off screen. Maybe. But he must have. But anyway, they find this camper van. We find out at that point that the hippies that Harper, Hopper is looking for are his parents. Yes. And his younger sister, who went missing back in the 70s. Yeah. Furby finds the rope that was leading down into the cave that Hopper left. Uh, oh no, the, they find the rope tied to the back of the camper van. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. Was it the camper van or Hopper's van? The camper van, I think. Yes, it was the camper van. So there's a rope tied to the back of a camper van, which leads them to another cave entrance. Which is different from the cave that Hopper went into. Yes, and different to the one where he dropped a line into. Yeah. This is the third it's like entrance. four entrances yeah. to this place. <laughs> um, so they follow this rope into this cave. Um, and when they get there, they find, they find the rope's been cut. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So Fine. Something's happened. Yeah. The rope's been cut. It's quite a steep drop. Yeah. This. So Hopper has sort of wandered into quite an inviting tunnel. Yes. Whereas these guys have sort of climbed down a bit of scree in the cave and now there is a, a, a cliff, <laughs> yeah. basically. Basically, yeah. So they decide that Furby should stay at the top. Yeah. Because he, he technically has no experience of this, I guess. Sure. But the rest of them are going to go down. Yeah, they have a bit of an argument, don't they? But Taylor and Jackie, the, the sort of grad students i guess they're experienced climbers yeah they've got all the gear yeah uh and then vives and cara kind of just come along for the ride, for the ride aren't yeah. they? i think cara was an experienced climber as well because she didn't wasn't she the one that went up later on yes yes so she must be a climber as okay. well as they would never let her go would they so it's just but vive goes as well so there's four of them going down one stand at the top um so they abseil down this cliff edge and they they mention as well they get to a point where they're like oh the air feels wet yeah it feels weird like it's not right there's like another shimmery hmm. invisible wall and they go through but i i think the kind of the shimmer was there for us but not for them yeah does that make sense yeah we it was a purely for the audience cinematography choice yeah. to show it whereas they couldn't see it all they could feel was the air getting wet yeah. we leave them at that point we go back to hopper um he has decided to turn around and leave the cave from when he went in. Um, so he's been in a couple of seconds, not long. Yeah. 
And so he just turns around, goes back out the way he came in, and suddenly it's night time. So as he breaks through, yeah. the cowboy walks off. Yes, it does. But so the cowboy brings like speed his motion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then there's like bullets firing, there's screams, isn't there? Yeah. So Hopper's like, oh, Fuck no way, I'm so out. He turns around and goes, he's literally in there for 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, but when he comes out, his car's all overgrown. Yeah. It's nighttime. And he also finds a truck of the guys. Yeah. The guy's truck that we've just met, their truck's there. Because he finds Jackie's bag, doesn't he? Yes. Because there that's was a scene all earlier like, where like, he was, she was like, oh, we've got the same bag. Yeah. And that's all overgrown too. So it looks like considerable amount of time has passed even though we know it hasn't he only literally went in and came straight back out again and so he then heads into the cave, same cave that they've just gone into sure um no he goes back in the, oh it doesn't matter which he, does, he heads back into yeah. the caves um he's, he's basically just looking he's no he recognizes bag so he's looking yeah. for them he doesn't know a lot of times passed he thinks something weird's gone on yeah he doesn't know a lot so he's looking for them he goes into a cave uh, we go back to the guys they're now all at the bottom of the cave just before you go on yeah i have another question okay structurally this was weird because this is the only time in the movie where it kind of it's kind of like it changed its mind this is the only time where you get you go back to hopper and it's intercut with him yeah doing his bit and then they're doing their bit and i thought oh that's gonna be our structure yeah. they're gonna we're gonna cut between the kids and their explanation and hopper and his yeah but that never happens again now no it doesn't we don't see him till later on to, to almost the very end i, I, I just thought it was weird I don't think it could happen again, though, could it? Because the timelines would all be all over the place. The timelines are all over the place anyway, but... Yeah. Once he's back in the cave... I still thought we were going to follow what he was doing, sort of... Yeah, that's fair. ...between the two. Once he's back in the caves, he's considerably further forward in time than they are. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. But no, we don't see him again until pretty much the end of the film now. So they're now all at the bottom. They can hear some screaming and some weird noises. Yeah. Jackie's like, right, I'm going. I'm climbing back up this rope and I'm out of here. So she starts to climb back up the rope. But unfortunately, she falls. Yeah, the rope breaks. The rope breaks. So she falls. She lands on Taylor, who, which hurts him. He damages his fingers. She twists or breaks her ankle. breaks her ankle or twists her ankle and he smashes his hand up. Yeah. So our two experienced climbers, two of our three experienced climbers, now can't climb. Sure. Because she falls on him. They can't reach, they've got radios, can't reach Furby on the radios. No. To find out why he's because they assume that he's cut the cut the ropes. Yeah, something's gone reason. wrong up there. Yeah, so they can't reach him. Aviz is like he wouldn't do that. He's an innocent kid. I've known him for years. Yeah. He's that's something's wrong. Yeah, and then they do hear some voices on the radio, but they can't quite make it out what it is. Um, it sounds like it says Furby at one point, mm. but they can't quite make out what it is. They don't know what it is. Yeah, so they decide to go exploring. Uh, they leave Jackie because Jackie's got a smashed up ankle. Yeah, she can't go. She anywhere. can't go anywhere. So the other three decide, right, let's go and see what we can find down here. They see this other hole in the roof now of this cave. Yeah. And there's a flashing light at the top of it. And they can't yeah. quite make out what it is. Yeah, there's there's kind of like a bit of a plateau in the middle, isn't there? But, it's, but then it's a long way up. Yeah. To, so, to, the, yeah, you to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. And there's no rope coming through. No. So... We know it's the same hole, yeah. But we know the rope's now gone. But yeah, there's a, they don't know what this flashing light is. So everybody's starting to freak out a little bit now because they know something weird's happening, sure. but they don't quite know what. And then Jackie turns up. She's, yeah, she's decided she's going to follow. She's crawled to follow them. <laughs> she didn't want to be left alone, which, which is, is fair enough because it's it is weird. Then all of a sudden, Kara starts freaking out. She's turned around a further corner than everybody else. And she starts freaking out. She found a pile of rope. She's found a pile of rope on the floor, and she's also something. Sort of, 
Yeah, something that's freaked her out that she doesn't like. So she's trying to get... She says, take take my sister out of here. Get her out. We don't yeah. want her to see this. Taylor, come and have a look at this. Um, we find out that it's Furby's body that yeah. she's found. So it's a crumpled mess on the floor. a dead mess on the floor. Um, Taylor explains that it looks like his neck's been broken. Yeah. And also his rope has been cut. Sure. Now, these guys, as far as they know, they've only been down here for 10 minutes at this point, yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, something like that. So how is Furby dead at the bottom of this cave? Should start freaking out at this yeah. point. Furby's got a camera. Yeah, because like I said at the start, he's a nerdy kid. He's documented the whole thing. Documented? Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was one of the best bits of this film, Furby's blog. Vlog. He was really, great. He was great. I, I thought the little this little kid was really good. And and this this scene really drove this. It did. It, it really drove ex- my interest in this. He is Captain Exposition, isn't he, at this point? Yes. But it works. But it's well done. It's really well done and it really works. So basically, Furby's been, since they left, he's been recording a, blog, a vlog on his GoPro. Yeah. And it lasts for a number of days. Yes. So it goes to nighttime. It goes to daytime. He's getting scared that he's been left on his own. He's getting worried. He's getting hungry. He's going exploring. I remember these guys in the cave have only left him 20 minutes ago. Yeah. And I think it ends up being, because they went, they went on like the Friday, didn't they? Because they said, oh, we're go- it's the weekend. Yeah. Our parents went. And then he references it being about Tuesday, Tuesday at one yeah. point. So, so sort of four or five days have gone past yeah. surface time. He makes the decision in this vlog that his friends are now dead. Yeah. Because they have not come back for him and they've, he's not heard anything from them for like four days now. So he decides he needs to start going into the cave to find them he's no he says i'm going to try and find hopper yes to get his keys because he so needs to can drive the truck drive the truck home because the friends are dead yeah uh, so he starts climbing down this rope that hopper left at the beginning and when he gets a certain way down he looks up and sees the flashing lights as well yeah so he's now in this situation as well and then suddenly he spots something because he's like oh what the fuck's that and then the rope snaps yeah and he falls to his Death in inverted commas. Sure. We don't know why the rope snaps again. Th- that's what two or three broken ropes we've had now already. He he. Some of the time on his vlog, he was it was him spent being on, on his own in a truck, and he found Hopper's dad's notebook. Yes. And there's sort of references to like the Fountain of Youth, and yeah, we're going really like Indiana Jones almost <laughs> now, aren't we? We really are. Jackie suggests that Kara should try climbing out at this point. Yeah. Because Jackie can't do it because her uh, ankle's fucked. Because Taylor remembers they've got he's got a GPS beacon. Yes. In the back pocket. <laughs> Which is really handy to have. Yeah. Um, Kara agrees. She's like, yeah, you're probably right. I probably should start climbing out. But she's got to free climb it. Yeah. Because there's no ropes now. Because they've all been cut or snapped. And it's not easy. There's like not overhang. Easy. Yeah. It, the, 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 the sort of aperture yeah. narrows down. Um, but, you know, she give it she a go. She can do it. She's an, she's an experienced climber. Um, so Taylor gives her the GPS beacon and says, look, when you get out there, activate this. Somebody will come looking for us. Yeah, Simple they'll know we're here. We'll know we're here. So she gets out. And what does she find when she gets out? I mean, everything's just kind of barren. Yeah. It's like it's almost like she's on the moon. The landscape has completely changed, doesn't it? And she finds it quite difficult to breathe. Yeah. And, well, most importantly to her at this point, she cannot activate the gps the beacon, the beacon does not work they will so not she, get any signal so she she's not in the same landscape that she was in when she, she went even down. climbs like further and yeah, higher just in the barren wasteland of nothing there's an enormous dust cloud behind her yep so but she she didn't spot straight away in the scheme of things she doesn't seem that worried about this giant no. this like <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of feet high dust cloud yeah 
the, and, and uh, then the camera done. No, go I was just going to say that was my one criticism of this film is that at no point does anybody really seem that worried. No, and I know <laughs> they're trying to comprehend what the hell is going on and and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But she doesn't seem that worried about this huge dust cloud coming no, towards her. No, she doesn't. And then she spots something else in the sky. Yeah. So above the dust cloud, oh, yeah. I don't know if she spotted it. Or oh, if, this well, was if just she didn't us. spot it. We definitely got to see it. Yeah, so the camera pans up and there's like a break in the cloud. Yeah. And there's like, what can only be described as an alien spacecraft. Yeah, definitely. Rotating. Triangular, golden triangular spacecraft. Just rotating in the sky. It's huge. Yeah. So she decides to climb back down. Yeah. She's like, right, this is weird. (laughs) I'm getting the fuck right out out of here. So she goes back down. Everybody's like, Cara, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I thought you were going outside. thought you were going outside. You've literally been gone a second. And she's like, guys, what are you talking about? I've been gone for like half an hour. Something something weird is going on with the time. Fortunately, she has video evidence. Yes, because she's also been filming what she's been doing. So they watch everything that we've just seen. Yes. And then Taylor says, well, that's a bit weird. Because look at my video. Yeah. And in his video... He, he, Kara literally says, right, I'm going out now. I'm almost there, yeah. Oh, oh, there was nothing there. And you're like, so one second passed on Taylor's video, yeah. but 30 minutes passed on Kara's. Time shit. What, what are your thoughts at this point? Uh, I'm really intrigued. Me too. I'm like, my thoughts at this point are, it's clearly low budget. Yeah. These aren't the best actors and actresses in the world. Yeah. But there's a kernel of a really interesting story here. Yeah. Uh, and I'm intrigued to see what happens. Yeah. Same. Uh, that, that's that's where I am basically. <laughs> I am as well. This is the point in this film where I stopped, text you, and so I, I think we might be having a number one conversation again. Okay. And then the rest of the film happened. <laughs> um, it's a great setup. It's a oh, great it great it's, first half. At an this hour. point, I was all in on this. I was all in on this. It's just this it's really intriguing, isn't it? Because yeah. there's, there's there's many which ways this could go. So we've had no explanation yet, but you could feel it was coming. Sure, somebody's going to figure it out in a minute. Yeah, it took them a while to figure out that there was a time time freak going on yeah because we've all seen on tv and in movies sort of time lapse yeah of the days passing yeah that's clearly what's happening that's clearly what's happening above this hole but i guess you can allow it they're in a stressful situation yeah they've just found their mangled dead little boyfriend (laughs) Uh, yeah i'll allow it (laughs) this is the point then where taylor says Oh, time's passing differently down here than it is up there. Indeed, yeah. So he figures it out now. So, and then Jackie says, this really is the fountain of youth. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm starting to lose this now. So basically, it is the fountain of youth because you can stay down here for a long time. Yeah. And no time's passed up and, up and above. They're all very upset now because it's kind of like you say, it's dawning on them. And they're like, oh, how, how, how long, long have, have we been, been down here? Yeah. Where, what's, they sort of, it dawns on them, well, what about all our loved ones? Yeah. And they start having this existence existential crisis i guess and then for some reason one of them picks up Furby's gopro i think it's veeves she's just like she watching says, more of it there's more of this yeah him dying was not the end of his video yeah because he didn't die at that point he did not he he so wasn't in a good way it was not in a good way it was a mangled up mess but he managed to grab hold of the radio and he was the one who was calling them back at the beginning of when yeah. they first got in the caves when they couldn't quite hear who it was yeah um and then some cavemen kill him. Did you see it was a caveman? Yeah, well, point? it was like a hairy foot. Yeah. Just stomped on his head okay. and killed him. Kara decides she's going to climb back up again at this yeah. point. And at this point, they realize that... She's taking a rope with her this time. Yes. What they thought, what they thought at this point, before this point, was that each time the light and dark happened, the light flashed, that it was a day. Yeah. 
what they figure out at this point is that it's actually a year. Yeah. Because it's so what you can actually see is summer and winter, yeah. not day and night. So what's actually happening is a year is passing in four seconds. Yeah. So a lot of years are passing. <laughs> a lot of years are passing very quickly. So yeah, Clara, Clara decides to climb up again. This time she's taking a rope. They're going to try and all get out of this hole. Yeah. Uh, that's the plan. She man- manages to get partway up. Yeah. Uh, then what happens? <laughs> what can only be described as a futuristic ladder drops down on her <laughs> and knocks her off. Sure. It's it's like a fireman's pole and then it magically it turns into a ladder. steps on it. Yeah. That that happened at this point. Um, so Taylor's like, we're getting the fucking ladder. There's a ladder there. Get on the ladder. <laughs> climb the ladder. So she starts climbing this ladder. Uh, but... St- Somebody's climbing down. Yeah, she's trying to go up. Some thing is coming down. And Reeves says at the bottom, she's like, it's a freaking giant. <laughs> it's this huge man is climbing down. Which, I'm glad she said that because that didn't really come across. No, because he wasn't that big. No. <laughs> so we get to the bottom. This dude, Kara falls off. The, the dude gets to the bottom. and It's a spaceman. It's a spaceman, basically. It's a man in an all-in-one black costume yeah. with a helmet on. Yeah. It's either a spaceman or an astronaut or something. Yeah. Something non-planetary um, as soon as it gets down a caveman attacks it yeah it just comes out of nowhere yeah this like ooga ooga caveman type man I don't feel like you can't be racist to cavemen can you i've just done it <laughs> <laughs> and but the the what are we going to call him spaceman yeah let's call him a spaceman he's got this like neck collar that can mm-hmm. tie people to the floor yeah he, he, dis- so he disables hold, the caveman he holds the caveman down puts his collar around his neck pins him to the floor it took a wild left turn it, out of nowhere <laughs> it's like oh got a spaceman five caveman. minutes ago i was like oh, i'm really intrigued by this and now all of a sudden there's cavemen fighting spacemen <laughs> i'm like oh okay maybe we're not talking top of the table but who knows we'll get there at the end more cavemen turn up yeah quite a few of them they say so the kids run yeah the kids run one of them attacks taylor quite badly it looks like he's dead they run yeah they run through the caves a bit yeah. more and they find like a load of the caves are lit by fire yeah and they find some hippies they do they find the dead hippies they find some hippie bodies yeah a a uh, young man and a young woman. Yeah. Who we find out are Hopper's parents. Yes. <laughs> uh, we then round the corner into another cave and a load more cavemen are gathered around the cowboy that we saw earlier. Yes. Uh, they just seem to be finishing killing him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, literally just killing him off. Uh, and this is where, yeah, Taylor gets into a scrap with them and takes a beating. He does take an absolute beating. Um, Jackie runs over to him, tries to... She's like, oh my God, I think he might be dead. Blah, blah, blah. Um, then this, get, the spaceman comes. And he grabs Taylor and he drags him across the floor yeah. into this pool. Yeah. Pool it's, of water. There's, there's a pool a of spring. water. It's a got spring. A, yes. a little spring at the back of it. And he drops drops Taylor's body into it. And Taylor wakes up. Yeah. This is a rejuvenating pool. It is. It's rejuvenating. And the spaceman's basically saved Taylor's life. He has, yeah. He then fights more cavemen. There's another big fight going on. He eventually collars them, but he's yeah. not in a great way. No, because they pull his mask off. They do. And he can now not breathe. He's really he struggling. Appear to be able to breathe our, or the air in the cave, at least. Taylor miraculously realises that his hand's now okay as well. Oh, yeah. His uh, fingers are not broken anymore, yeah. like they were earlier. So he's been fully... It's almost like he's picked up a medipack. Sure. Rejuvenated his character. He's like, the cave, the spaceman, give him his mask. Give him his, give yeah. him his mask. He can't breathe. Yeah. Uh, but the cave, the spaceman kind of seems to give up. He's like, oh, it's too late for that. Yeah. And then... A bottom of the stream trope happens, which happens in most bottom of the stream films, and I was not expecting it <laughs> no, in the, in the bottom point. of a cave. But we get some news footage. Teleport, tele, what's the word? The, ca- the caveman basically holographically the, produces yeah, a the TV. The spaceman uh, presses a button on his wrist, yeah, and 
a holographic it, TV of a news get report. A news report of these missing kids. Yeah, it's all about them and what how they'd gone missing all these years ago. Yeah, and never came, nobody ever found them. And then there's a news report about how uh, the Earth is fucked. Yeah, and we had to leave leave the planet and went and recolor and colonized Mars instead. Yeah, uh, and the alien spaceship that we saw earlier was an ark. Yeah. So humans have been evacuated from Earth. Yeah. And they realize at this point that they've been down there now for thousands of years. Yes. They've been down there for a very, very long time. Um, They come to the existential crisis that everything around them has gone. Everything they loved has gone. Yeah. Um, And even that the Earth's gone, basically. Then they find Hopper's bag. Yes. With a gun. They're like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, remember him. (laughs) That's why we came down here. Um, and they split up. Taylor goes off to try and find Hopper. Yeah, he's got the cowboy's gun. Yes, he takes the gun. He goes off to try and find Hopper. He finds some cave paintings that somebody's done over the years. And then more cave people. These ones don't attack him. They're like... They're all injured. Yeah, they're like... And there's a little cave, cave girl. Yeah. Uh, and she's sort of moving around all these injured cave people and yeah. sort of giving them a drink, presumably from the fountain. fountain. Mm. He finds Hopper. Hopper appears to be stuck to the floor. He's wounded. He's, he's very much injured. He's looking ahead of himself and can't move. He's yeah. like in shock. Yeah. Because what can he see in front of him? So there's another shimmer. Yes. Within that yeah. is a little girl yeah. reaching out. She, she's reaching out for a flower or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Uh, she's a hippie girl. Yeah. She's his sister. Yeah. In front of her are then... A load of like revolutionary army There's people. Some sort of war going on. Yeah. But frozen in time. And it's like everyone who's ever been in the cave previously, I guess. Yeah. Looking. Fighting each other. Yeah. And it's this crazy wars going on, but it's it's like a painting to us. Nothing's moving. Yeah. It's it's completely and in the background of that, there's a well, I'd call it a waterfall, but it's obviously the fountain of youth yeah. is in the background of this picture that we can see. So time right there is running even slower than it is here. Yeah. Because according to the article I read, this runs... Oh, no, Hopper says it's like a defense system. Yeah. So basically, the as you click closer to the fountain, you're giving up more time on Earth. Yeah. Because this time, it's... <laughs> Let me see if I can remember what I read, because I had to read up on this. So currently, four seconds is a year where they are. Yeah. Down there, four seconds is eight million years. Right, okay. I don't know how this guy had come to this conclusion, but that's what he's saying. So it's it's like, that's why it's so completely still, because literally nobody's moving yeah. anywhere. And Hopper's like, whatever you fucking do, do not go in there, <laughs> because it's not worth it. I mean, he's been stabbed. Somebody's stabbed him. He's yeah, he's, he's, he's fought with the cave people, I'm yeah. presuming. So Taylor's like, well, I know where there's a rejuvenation pool. I'll go <laughs> get you some water. He's like, come on, dude. It's, it's not far. It's literally the next cave. Yeah. I don't know why you missed it. Yeah, how have you missed this? But Hopper's like, oh, I can't really be asked. Uh, yeah, I'm done. I've kind of had enough of being down here. Leave me the gun. I know what happened to my parents and my sister. Yeah. Just, yeah, leave me. Leave me and leave me the gun, he says. So he he leaves him with the gun. Because I think he knows the cavemen are coming for him. Yeah. When we get back up to the other guys, they're all in this pool. Um, Jackie's managed to cure her ankle yep. problem by being in this rejuvenation pool. And they drag Furby's dead, lifeless body into this <laughs> pool as well. Uh, they hear gunshots in the background, so we know Hopper started shooting. Yeah, because the, the cavemen are being revived. Yeah, so and they <laughs> they activate this ladder that this uh, spaceman had. Well, yeah, first they they run a few caves further away yeah. while Hopper's shooting the cavemen, and somehow Vive sets a load of rocks on fire. Yeah, I don't know what she was setting on fire or how. No, <laughs> I don't know. I've no idea what so, she was. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. 
And then they activate this ladder. They go back to this hole. Yeah, they've they? got the futuristic ladder. From the dead spaceman. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he got killed by the cavemen, remember? Yeah, yeah I do. While the um, medieval war was going on yeah. in the next room. Yeah. <laughs> are, we, are we up to date? Yeah, sure. So the guys go back to this hole where this guy, the spaceman, came down. They activate his ladder and they start climbing up it. And when they get near the top... Yeah, they're, pretend- they're partway up. Yeah. That is, it's still the seasons changing above them. Yeah. And then we look up again when, because Kara goes first and she's yeah. nearing the the, top. the opening. Yeah. And suddenly it's no longer the sky. No. It's a jacuzzi. It's water. Yeah. But the underside of yeah. water. I was a little bit confused at this point. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Because it's like somehow somebody's managed to make a portal. Yeah. I guess. I guess it's a portal because yeah, you can't. Is, yeah. He's not, you can, not picked up this whole cave and put no. it onto a ship, have they? So they made some sort of portal where this opening is. Mm-hmm. And you go. She gets pulled, doesn't she? She gets dragged up into it. Yeah. Something some, something something with long arms and tentacly fingers. things like Yeah. Grabs her. Grabs her through this water and pulls her up through this yeah. water. And, and then, she doesn't want to go, obviously. No, of course it's she doesn't. Terrifying. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. <laughs> then loads of other tentacly things come through. Yeah. Um and then <laughs> one of the cavemen presses the button on the ladder, <laughs> which deactivates the, the steps. Yeah. And everybody else falls off. But they get caught midair. Yes. By these tentacles which then drag yeah, them time off. slows and they're as they're falling yeah they yeah. get grabbed so Kara's so pulled through yeah she's gone she's gone and the rest of them are mid-fall Veeves Taylor and Jackie yeah as you say all these tentacle yeah robotic tentacle yeah. type things zoom through the pool yeah grab and them. sort of grab all these grab the three kids but only grab kids. those three they don't grab any of the cave no they don't grab Hopper's body they do grab Furby not yet no but they do eventually yeah. but so why do they leave the cavemen I don't know. I don't know why they didn't pull everyone out. No, normally. Well, because time passes differently, I suppose, because as Taylor then gets pulled toward the pool, Kara's face comes through from the top. Yeah. And she says, don't be afraid. It's fine up here. Because she's yeah. obviously been up there for a long time now. Yeah. Because so, time obviously... So presumably she's told them not to get the cavemen and stuff. Yeah, presumably, maybe. Yeah, because if she's been up there four seconds, that's been a year. Fucking hell, it's confusing, isn't it? She says, I'll see you on the other side. Don't be scared. Yeah. And one, so one by one, she picks them all up. Yeah. Then the ropes go back in for Furby. Yeah. Then because he he wakes up suddenly in this pool of rejuvenation water, yeah. doesn't he? He's been brought back to life. And they're now on. So we go. Then we go through. Yeah. Kind of, don't we? And we come. We emerge. We see a, it as Furby sees it. Yeah. On a ship. Yeah. We're on a ship with a pool of water in this ship. Yeah. That we're being pulled through. Hopper's also there. Yeah. He comes through next. Yeah. They drag him through, and. All of our guys are there. They've all got changed. They're all wearing futuristic suits now. Yeah. On this, living on this spaceship. Uh, in another pool, the two hippies come through. Is that who they were? Yeah, it's mum and dad. I was confused as to who they were. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I thought they were Kara and Veeve's parents. <laughs> I don't know where they would have come from. So yeah, so he's grabbed, they've, they've rejuvenated the hippies. Does his sister come through? I don't think she did, but she remember. was further through. She yeah, was, she was in, the, in the next level. The next level. Because they didn't save any of the cavemen or any of these revolutionaries that are down there. So they picked and choose who they wanted to save, just the just the stars of the film. And then that's kind of it. We get a final line where it says, "Kara and Jackie and Taylor all walk in, yeah, and say to Ferb, welcome back, yeah." And then they they give this line at the end, the last line of the film. Did you catch it? It says, "A lot's changed, but we're kind of a big deal around here." Yeah, and there's some like shadowy aliens the other side of the door. Yeah. Then the film ends. Yeah. Well, no, they're on a ship and it zooms away from Earth. Yeah, it does because they're going to Mars. Yeah. You know they're going to Mars. Or are they? Because they're aliens, not human. It's, you know, it's gone even further. Oh, maybe. Because that, remember that Mars colonization was when the spaceman was, came to see them. 
True. Now yeah, another thousands, thousands of years, years further on. So, well, we're going somewhere. Yeah. But we never find out where. Well, give me a sequel. Time Trap 2 is not happening. <laughs> I googled it. Oh, no. It's not happening. Didn't make enough money. What did you think of Time Trap? Nick? Oh, I've got no idea. Do you know what? I kind of liked it. It's mental. It's it's a film of two halves. Very much so. Ultimately, it's probably not that great, but I kind of had fun. Oh, it was, I really enjoyed it. I, oh. and, and I was absolutely gobsmacked with when it turned out to be about space travel and the yeah. death of the earth and <laughs> throw in some cowboys and cavemen and medieval soldiers. It's just, it's ludicrous. It's so mental. It's like, I was completely on board until I found out that it was every flash was a year rather than a day. Yeah. I was like, they're, they're going too far in the future for this to end in a sensible way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, absolutely. At this point, thousands and thousands of years are passing. Yeah. This film is not ending in a credible way. It's not like they're going to go back home at the end of it. Sure. But it kind of worked. It wasn't, it, it could have been a lot more stupid. What's the point in the Fountain of Youth if it's got all these traps around it? Because I guess you are staying youth. These people that were trapped there are staying youthful forever. Yeah, but because... It doesn't say... Not because can... of the fountain, because of this trap. Yeah. So <laughs> when you get to the fountain, do you become immortal because you're that close that... Well, you've already lived for... Thousands, millions of years, yeah. potentially. And if you're at the fountain, it's presumably going to be even longer. Yeah. So it is a youthful thing because you're never... <laughs> you're always there. You're immortal. You're never going anywhere. But you don't get to live a life. You have to stay in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> You're potentially there for billions of years. Yeah. But for you, it's only 20 seconds yeah. or a couple of minutes. So yeah, it, it, the idea is sound. I, I enjoyed it. Overall, it was fun. Everyone went for it, didn't they? Yeah. They, you know, everyone, everyone who acted in this were... Yeah, they went with the flow, Yeah, I think. It's it's a it's a sensible it's a different way to do time movies. Yeah. Because you get time travel movies, you get time loop movies. This isn't either of them. It's like a time trap. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it says on the tin. It's it's nuts like anything I've ever it's seen nuts. before. It's nuts. It's completely nutsoid. Uh, but and that's kind of endearing because it is low budget. It's a big idea in a really low budget movie. It's almost it's a big idea. It's almost a too big an idea for anybody to play. <laughs> You can't end that film in a different way. They, they only actually go into like three caves, don't they? Yeah, it's not. It's probably the same <laughs> it's cave not redressed a from a different angle. Network yeah. of, uh... It's probably just the same cave from a different angle. Yeah. You could, nobody can end that film in a sensible way no, that people not are going, once you're going that far into you, the future. If you if you're doing a year at a time, then fair enough, you can do something with it. But when you decide, I'm going to go a year every four seconds, because I kind of thought we were going. Oh, eventually they'll get out and like their parents will be in a you know wheelchairs yeah. little old men and women that's and... i think that's where i would have gone i think that's where the majority of people would have gone with it but these guys who have written this have gone fuck that yeah we're going, aiming for the stars we're going batshit crazy with yeah. this we're going a thousand years four seconds is a year in a 90 minute film yeah we've gone a lot of years in the future i think if you're into time travel films you don't mind a low budget little thriller you're going to enjoy it gotta take it with a pinch of salt don't Complete, take it don't seriously. take it seriously you don't have to concentrate on it too much what will put a lot of people off is how hard the turns are in it dead space you, man comes out of nowhere. There's, a, there's a twist and then there's doing a movie for 40 minutes and then go oh no way Fuck that. we're we're turning full circle and then we're gonna keep turning <laughs> and you're getting something something totally different if you're in the mood for getting on board with that then you'll have a good time when that caveman's ladder came down i was like what the, the fuck space man's ladder, yeah. space man's ladder what the fuck is going on now and then he turns up and he's this tall tall dude in a helmet yeah. i'm like this is taking a twist here 
but it's good for it. How would you turn the tide on it? Um, my sensible answer would be do that smaller scale, but yeah, but then that I but that's makes no it fun. a completely different film. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think I want that. So, I like the fact that they've took this risk with it and it's kind of paid off. Yeah. Maybe I kind of wish someone had gone into the next level though. Yeah. Even if it's just one character. Just who we prepared to lose. Up, yeah. yeah. Even if it was Hopper. Because he went all that way and then he didn't go after his sister. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was about to run into that war zone. Yeah. Would, I think I might have preferred it if he'd have gone in. You just needed a massive her. budget to go in. Yeah. That's the problem. But, which it didn't have, which is obviously why he didn't. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think you're right. If we if this is a turn a tide turning where we're unlimited budget, show me a bit of that battle. Yeah. Show me what happens when you do get to the fountain. Put somebody at the fountain and show me what happens to them. And if they that's their heroic, they're there forever. Yeah. Fine. Fine. At least we understand where where this was heading. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. Done. Done. Stream table. Do you want to talk stream table? Oh yes, please. Want me to talk you through it? Or yeah. Do, do you yeah. want the whole thing? I think I might need it. You might need the whole thing. Uh, no, it's top half. It is top half. It is half. top half, I think. Well, there's currently, what, 17 films? This is Let's 18th film. So if we go top 10. Yeah, okay. So currently number 10 is Happy Anniversary. Nine is TikTok. Eight is John Henry. Seven is Paradise Hills. Six is Bullethead. Five is Urge. Four is In the Shadow of the Moon. Three is All of My Friends Are Dead. Two is the disappearance of Clifton Hill, and number one is last week's film, Deirdre and Lainey Rob a Dream. Okay, so I think for me, this we are talking. I know where I am, so I'm interested to see where you are. I think it's like four to ten, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in that top ten. It is where it is. I'm either side of Urge. Where's Where's that put it? Fifth. Okay. Shadow of the Moon, Urge, Bullethead is currently where we are. I'd put it. We said last week we think Urge is a little bit high comp- in comparison to where it should be. It's not as good as Shadow of the Moon. It's not as good as in the Shadow of the Moon. That's why I, I think it's better than Bullethead. Yep. So you're in the same place as me. You're either side of Urge. Yeah. That's what I just said. Is it better than Urge or not? Urge is similar in a lot of ways because that ended up being... It's got that sting, hasn't it? Where <laughs> yeah, you think, this right. is oh, this is a party gone wrong. Yeah, drugs and then it turns, to be out, it turns out to be the devil trying to take over the world <laughs> yeah. and possibly starting a zombie invasion. <laughs> Only that is like <laughs> 90 minutes of this party film and then two minutes of the craziness. At the end, yeah. Whereas this is like half, half, half. of a normalish film and half of the craziness. <laughs> so... In a lot of ways, that's quite a good Balance. match to put them together. Yeah, I'd agree. Oh, which one did I prefer? I had more fun with this. Enjoyed this a little bit more, I think. I think this is better. I- I'm leaning slightly to give Urge the edge. Of course you are. <laughs> but I had more fun with this. Where, where, what? I, I, I don't have an argument with putting this <laughs> I think it, Urge. I think it's better film than Urge, overall. I, I'm not sure it is, because I think the acting's better in Urge. But it's just got Piers Brosnan in it. Yeah. This hasn't. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said that. <laughs> yeah, but this hasn't got the budget to have Piers Brosnan in. <laughs> no, I think that's fair. Above Urge? Yeah. Fifth. Yeah. Top five. Yeah. Wow. And it's really close to the end. Yeah. It's all right. We're this, right. This film is insane. If you, oh, this, this film is you on insane. a good day, you'd be like, what the... What the what? <laughs> what the what? <laughs> <laughs> this film is insane. Yeah. That's the only way you can describe it. But it works. Kind a, of, yeah, a, it kind to of works. To a degree, it yeah. works. At the level it's at, it works. Yeah. yeah. Top five. Yeah. Fifth. This is a fun time. Yeah, agreed. I love a time travel movie anyway. So that kind of helped. But Yeah, because I, I, I was unsure 
when it when it did start twisting like that, I was like, oh, I'm I'm still with it. I'm still enjoying it, but I lost. Yeah, I know what you mean. I lost. It I don't a know if bit. it's going to make me not like it. Yeah, I lost it a little bit when the caveman, uh, the spaceman came in. Yeah, I could get on board with the caveman because well, that makes sense. They've been living down there probably a year, <laughs> and that's taken them to this. But stage, once, but... kind of was just like, oh yeah, okay, we're all in. We're now in a futuristic yeah. alien spaceship. Fine. Uh, took me a oh, couple of minutes to get you on board with it, but I was when I got there, I was there. I'll go along for the ride. Top five, fifth in the stream table. Let's talk about next week's film. Let's do it because. If you were listening to The Wave this week, you will have heard Ross Cook, wonderful artist, wonderful author. Wonderful man. Wonderful man. Um, wonderful Patreon. <laughs> choose his wild card for this season. Wild card. We had a bit of a uh, reveal yes. from Ross at the end of the episode. So we already know what film we're watching next week. You oh, want to hear a little I, bit more about I it? I do. I'm really excited. Ross picked a Nick Cage film. It's been a while. <laughs> he picked a film called Left Behind. Brilliant. Do you want to know the synopsis? I would love to. It says, A small group of survivors are left behind after millions of people suddenly vanish and the world is plunged into chaos and destruction. Okay. So people just vanish and a few people get left behind. Currently rated on IMDb. Okay. 3.1. Ooh. High for a cage film. <laughs> Stars Nick Cage, Leah Thompson. I've pressed the wrong button. Both who have been on this show before. Yeah, what was Leah Thompson in? Uh, she was... The mother in Sierra Burgess is a loser. Oh, she's not had a good uh, good time on this show before. <laughs> uh, Cassie Thompson's in it. Chad Michael Murray is in it. There's a name you don't hear of very often yeah. these days. Uh, directed by Vic Armstrong. Written by Paul Lalonde and John Pattis. I'm excited for a cage film, Nick. I haven't seen uh, a cage I, film I for really ages. Am. We're going to do a cage film. Thanks, Ross. Good. Ross is competing, obviously, the same as all of our Patreons and me and Nick this season to end up bottom of the stream. <laughs> Currently, I'm winning that with the Hungover Games. Do you think uh, Ross might be giving me a bit of competition there? I think it's a good shout. <laughs> it's a good pick, I think. If you, well, we've done two cage films before. Yeah, we haven't done one for a while, have we? And if you remember, one of them was awful but kind of fun. That was that cop film, the bank robbery film. Yeah, was it two one one? Two one one, yes. Which that was a which was three. fun if you get on, on again if you got on board with it yeah was that the uh, season three finale i think episode? it was think the it was. other cage film we did was between worlds between worlds which was just or oh, it's one of the worst films we've ever watched yeah it's dog shit. so this could go either way yeah agreed he's dressed up as a pilot on the poster <laughs> so sounds knows. legit it <laughs> sounds legit to me so yeah go out and check out left behind uh, in the meantime check us out on instagram twitter and letterboxd at bots underscore podcast uh, if you want to drop us an email for any reason, the email address is bottomofthestream at gmail.com and the website is bottomofthestream.com. On the website, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded available to play straight in your browser. All five season stream tables. Uh, there's all sorts of other cool stuff on there, including some merch if you want to buy some merch and support the show that way. Um, if you do want to support the show, then come and check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottomofthestream. On there, for a couple of quid every month, you will get bonus episodes. You get early access to the movie show episodes. Uh, Nick writes a newsletter every month. Have you done the newsletter this month? No, it's due this week. Okay. Nick writes a newsletter that's due this week. And if you come in at a certain level, you get to play a wild card like Ross has just done, and you can pick the film that we watch in one of our future episodes. After you've done all of that, come and join us in the Discord. We'll chat to you about whatever you want to talk about in the world of movies or anything else at all. The Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. Yeah, it's fun times in there. Come and join us. If you also have a few minutes, then please consider leaving us a review anywhere you can review podcasts. That could be Podchaser, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else because we're on all those places. Maybe 
you could find a time trap and write as a review and it would take like four million years. <laughs> Till we read it. Be, yeah, just be there forever. What season would be on in four million years? I have no idea. Season eight million. Or yeah. Aliens could listen to it. Yeah, maybe. When they're colonizing the universe in, in that time. And then they'll be going, oh, that bottom of the stream must have been good. There's a review there for yeah. it. <laughs> so yeah, do that. Go and check out Left Behind. Check out Ross's book on Amazon. It's called Sadie and the Wisps. It's wonderful. And come back and join us on Monday for The Wave and on Thursday for our episode on Left Behind. Cheers. Bye.